morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, October 14th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Wolfong joins from the capital city of Indiana. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Back from a little fall break excursion. Looking at the rising sun here in Indianapolis. Sending good crisp weather. Down I-70 through Dayton all the way to Columbus. Also en route to Columbus, a crystal ball of note. There are several recruiting storylines in the class of 2022 that we are going to go over. Seems like things are coming to a head here. Guys are ready to make their calls. Guys who have been apples of Ohio State's eye for some time. We are going to go down the list. Xavier Wampa. That's Xavier Wampa. Note the pronunciation. We've always known he's down to basically Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Iowa, but it's going to be a photo finish. Are the Buckeyes in this, or has the home vibe from Iowa overwhelmed this recruitment? Yeah, I got a really nice note from his mom on the last name correction this past week. Wonton, the N and the K, are silent, so we will say his name correctly for the rest of the time we cover him, finally. Xavier Wonton, the number one safety in the top 247 who's having a terrific senior season. Iowa was dead in the water in this recruitment in June, according to a source close to the Iowa program, but they've been making a a move since July, and they've had him on campus for two games this fall. He was there for the season opener, the win against Indiana, and then returned this past weekend for his official, the win against the Penn State, where really the defense starred in both of those games and led led the Hawkeyes to, to a victory. Xavier love, you know, loves Phil Parker, loves the player development at that program, has great relationships with players on the team. He's building them with players in the Iowa recruiting class. He's got the Iowa student section and fans serenading him. We want X, uh, local NLI opportunities. There's all kinds of good things going in, in Iowa's favor. Um, I will say, I, I said on the Bucknuts Morning 5 that Iowa would win that game if they, if, if Penn State, did, or I predicted Penn State would win the game, but if they didn't take care of the ball, they would lose. And that's exactly what happened. And Iowa was is one of the top schools in the country in taking the ball away. Uh, they win the hidden yardage with terrific punting and special teams. And they get a big play from Spencer Petras there in the fourth quarter, a big downfield pass. And it was enough to, to, to beat Penn State. And they hung in there and showed a lot of toughness. But Penn State, they really got to be kicking themselves uh, for, for losing that game. It was a very winnable game on the road. Um, with with Ohio State and, and Notre Dame, they still get Xavier Wampa on campus moving forward. He is going to be at the Notre Dame-USC game. He's got a good relationship with Marcus Freeman, likes what Notre Dame's doing with Kyle Hamilton, obviously. Uh, he's been to a Notre Dame game in the past. Notre Dame was one of the first schools to recruit him and get him on campus pre-pandemic a couple seasons ago. So it's a return trip to just kind of uh, remind himself what it felt like at, at Notre Dame on game day. It's going to be his first ever game day experience at Ohio State. Um, it's going to be his first ever game day experience at Ohio State. 
uh, the night game against Penn State. And um, I've been to a night game at Ohio State, Daniel, and it's probably the best atmosphere I've ever been in. Uh, I went to the Ohio State-Penn State game several years ago. I don't remember the year. Hackenberg was the quarterback for Penn State. Uh, you were there with Maria. That's where I met Maria Rubin for the first time. I was there with Kelly Wiltfong. Um, and it was just really my first time. I just wanted to see what an atmosphere was like at Ohio State at a night game. And it was incredibly loud. And each time Ohio State scored to pull away from Penn State even more, I feel like it got louder. Uh, it'll be Xavier's first time at Ohio State for a game. Um, he's got great – one of the reasons why he loves Iowa is one of the reasons why he likes Ohio State. Great relationships uh, with, with players in Ohio State's class. Knows some of the guys in the locker room. Ohio State's recruiting him for that new position in their defense. Um, that, that excites him. And um, he likes the way that Ohio State's uh, playing better and, and, and showing improvement as the season continues. But there's no question Iowa has major momentum. They have a lot going for them. They're playing well. And we'll see what happens moving forward. We'll hope the last visit theory kicks in there. Some positive crystal ball momentum for Kenyatta Jackson, defensive end out of Florida. Several crystal balls rolling towards Columbus. One from you and Bill Curlick, which I've said before means he's basically enrolled. Give us the latest. And are we on commitment watch? Well, this is one where Ohio State's battled some some major programs for Kenyatta, but I like the way it's trending going into the decision uh, for the Buckeyes. And this is an edge rusher that Larry Johnson and, and company have have uh, prioritized, and, and it looks like it could pay off here in the near future. We'll take that as a yes for commitment watch. One guy we've talked about ad nauseum, Philadelphia native Eni White. He has a great relationship with Elijah Robinson former Penn State player who was a recruiting wonder kind on the defensive line for Texas A&M. Is that going to be enough to pull him from Philadelphia to College Station? Well, Coach Robinson has those ties to that part of the country, being from Jersey, and he's recruited Philadelphia heavily over the course of his career, Penn State alum. Uh, I mean, Ohio State's done a good job with Eni um, as well, but the intel says that Texas A&M has moved into the lead for him. And they've always done a good job, too. And they still have an official visit in play. He's got one more official he hasn't utilized. And, and, and that's been between Texas A&M and Oregon. And in, instead, he used an unofficial to go back down to A&M last weekend and, and see the Aggies. Or a few weeks ago. Not, not, he didn't go to the Alabama game. He, was, okay. he actually saw – I, I think he's – yeah, he, he was there earlier uh, this season as well and, and has been there a couple times. But A&M is the school trending for Eni right now. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and have more with Steve Wiltfong. All right, we are back. I know you don't have anything hot on this, but it does feel like, as we said, the defensive ends are kind of settling in here. We discussed Kenyatta Jackson and Eni White. Is the vibe among your colleagues still that Amari Abor is going to end up at Ohio State? Well, I see, I see other people, other, other colleagues of mine say that they like where, where uh, Ohio State stands with or with Omari and I talked to Omari after he visited Ohio State uh, back in June and you know he talked about Larry Johnson and Coach Johnson's investment with the players and uh, just on his visit he met so many people uh, uh, people part of the football program he and just loved being part of the Ohio State experience on and off the field all right last question Ohio State 
Michigan, Penn State, and Michigan State appear locked in a battle for the Big Ten East. Before the season, you picked Ohio State to win the Big Ten East. Do you still feel the same way? Of course. And there you have it. We appreciate Steve stopping by. <laughs> have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you in the front row.